Welcome to Third Angle, where we're uncovering the secrets behind the most famous motorbike in the history of film. I'm your host, Paul Hames from industrial software company PTC. In this podcast, we share the moments where digital transforms physical and meet the brilliant minds behind some of the most innovative products around the world, each powered by PTC technology. In 1962, Steve McQueen jumped the fence on a Triumph Bonneville in the film The Great Escape and history was made. But there is much more to this iconic motorcycle brand than just nostalgia. Triumph Motorcycles was founded in 1902, and they're currently selling close to 100,000 bikes each year all the way around the world. While they're probably best known for their classics range, particularly the 1960s Bonneville, they also sell adventure bikes and an urban range, and they've moved into motor racing by providing engines for the Moto2 racing series. With Triumph models still regularly being featured in famous TV and movie series, including James Bond and Mission Impossible, the aesthetics of the bike are crucial to the brand. However, they also need to include all of the modern technological advances that consumers demand in contemporary motorcycles, all without compromising that sleek design they are best known for. Our producer, Helen, traveled to Triumph's headquarters in Hinckley in the UK to meet Chief Design Officer Jeff Hurst. He showed her around the models on display in the Triumph Visitor Center and talked her through how the company marries vintage design and modern technology. So as we continue through um, the building, you'll see a lot of the, uh, the heritage, very, very rich heritage of, of Triumph. So we're going through bikes through the 1900s, the 1910s, 30s, 40s, 50s. Yeah, so the bike we're looking at at the moment, it's actually a Daytona 1000. It's interesting for myself, I was involved in the company back then and we thought we were state of the art then, but there's been so much progress and so much more uh, technology that's been added to motorcycles in the in the last 30 something years. It's, it's uh, quite a memory piece to look at a bike like this. <laughs> so, the bikes of the time, there were hydraulic brakes, but there, were, there was no linked braking, there was no ABS braking. Bikes that we're doing today have got uh, fuel injection and all of the control systems that we can put in there, so ride-by-wire, uh, traction control, hill hold. Um, it, it, it's really quite remarkable, and that's not even touching on some of the more modern things that we, we're doing on the bikes, such as infotainment, where we've got uh, connectivity, uh, through Bluetooth to the riders' phones. The very first prototypes for Triumph were made in 1901, um, very much a conversion of a bicycle with an engine as opposed to uh, what listeners now would actually recognise as a motorcycle. Uh, and probably was very, very very much at its peak in the 1950s and 1960s with Marlon Brando, James Dean and sort of characters like that who um, rode, rode our bikes in films. The 70s and into the early 80s got much more difficult and the company actually um, went into administration, which is when the current owners, uh, Mr. John Bloor, bought the company in 1983. 
Since that time, we've been based in, in Hinkley, and over the years, we've grown from literally making no motorcycles through to uh, within touching distance of 100,000 motorcycles a year. I think, I think it would surprise a lot of listeners as just how much energy goes into every day here, driving our, our quality standards. Um, and that's quality on a, on a range of measures, from cosmetic quality to quality of assembly, through to quality of design, which, which is um, my responsibility. It, it's driven really hard and it is central to everything that we do across the business. At the same time as, as driving our quality, we mustn't forget what, what we're actually here for, which is to deliver um, what is a product, a motorcycle, that our customers get extremely, extremely passionate about. And bluntly, the bikes that we design and the accessories that we design to go along with those bikes have to put a smile on people's faces. That, that's, that's why people go out on a motorcycle. That's, that's their enjoyment. That's their passion in life. So we have to be very, very mindful that all of the engineering that we do actually delivers that and not lose sight of the fact that it's, it's the customer's perception of, of how we've designed something that really, really does matter. As we move through the exhibit, we now come to a, an area where we can see some of the Triumph race bikes from uh, bygone ages, so from the 1940s um, and 1950s. All I'll say about the riders is they were brave people. <laughs> when you look at the, uh, the technologies and the uh, open chains, uh, particularly what stands out to me is the brakes or not brakes as we would recognize on modern bikes but these guys they were they were clocking some serious speeds uh, around the places like the the uh, the isle of man tt races so yeah very very bright brave riders what you'll see as we as we walk around uh, the exhibition is you'll see a lot of the very famous names that are synonymous with some of our motorcycles the bonnevilles the tigers the daytonas and, and you can see how long into the, the, the history of the Triumph brand all of those names came in and, and how in the day they, they were actually making a, quite a, a, a sort of contribution to motorcycling and the development of motorcycling um, through to where we, we are today and what modern riders expect. So as we move around, we now come into some of the more modern race bikes, where again, we've um, had bikes entered into the uh, TT races. Uh, we've also had winners at the Daytona uh, over in the US uh, in the last, last few years. And we've now come onto the area where we're looking at uh, some of the exhibits that have been associated with Triumph's various land speed records over the many years. Um, with attempts in the 1950s, the 1960s, setting um, some speed records, and that indeed is where the, the name Bonneville first came into, into use within Triumph. It was following a very, very well-reported at the time land speed record on a motorcycle at the Bonneville Salt Flats uh, in the US. Uh, the particular exhibit we're looking at at the moment, uh, unfortunately didn't quite get to, uh, to set a new record, um, it was actually um, ridden by Guy Martin, 
um, again at Bonneville in the US and it is powered by two rocket engines so that's two 2.3 liter engines and it's in the style of, of a, a streamliner as is the terminology and uh, yeah they are very very bespoke to trying to set records they don't look anything similar to motorcycles that you'd see on the road. The motorcycling industry is really, really competitive. So we have some extremely, extremely strong competition um, and we have to be very committed to actually keep driving that little bit extra every time. One of the things that, that we are, I think, known for is the, the fit, finish and overall quality of our motorcycles. There are some absolutely incredible bits of detail that we put into the bikes and we're, we're just going to keep doing that because that's, that's what makes Triumph. If you come on one of the factory tours, you can actually see uh, some very, very skilled individuals in our paint shop who are hand painting the pinstripes on the fuel tanks. Now, personally, I drink too much coffee, I wouldn't be able to do that, but they are incredibly skilled at the job and it is just, it's just one example of the attention to detail that, that marks our bikes out. And then as we move into uh, this final area of where we've got uh, bikes laid out, you'll see quite a collection of motorcycles um, from the various um, film productions that have featured Triumph motorcycles. The most famous of which is the bike that we have here on our left which is the bike that was ridden by Steve McQueen in the, uh, the very famous The Great Escape, found in a barn in Austria and, uh, and, and now, now takes centre stage here, probably one of the most famous bikes anywhere in the world. But we also have a lot of bikes that have appeared in the likes of Mission Impossible, Jurassic Park, James Bond most recently, so with Daniel Craig riding uh, some of our bikes in, as, as James Bond um, and for, for those people in the UK we've even had appearances in Doctor Who. Uh, I must admit that uh, when we see our bikes uh, appearing on the screen it's, it's a real, real buzz to actually see what we've worked on and the guys in the design teams work incredibly hard and incredibly passionate about the, the bikes uh, that, that we produce and so to see it right in there in the sort of footlights it, it's it's a really really good feeling a really satisfying feeling my first definite recollection of of seeing a triumph on the screen i think i, I it, it goes back to sort of schoolboy days every christmas in the uk the great escape was always on the tv and there was this this really cool guy who was riding riding this bike and what bike is it yeah and and that's that's where the stories came that's a triumph my f my first experience of riding a triumph was way back in um it would have been in about 1990 um one of the first engineering roles i got was supporting our first development activities actually sort of trying to um, go out of our way to break bikes just effectively just doing back-to-back -back endurance races um, so I was quite lucky to be able to 
I'm, I, I never have been good enough to race a bike, but I certainly got to ride those bikes, and it was that was a that that was something nobody else in the world, or very few other people in the world, had done. So that was that was really exciting. I still ride now. Uh, my current bike is a Tiger 900, which I think is well, it does everything that I could possibly want, and it's a great bike um, that just delivers a lot of enjoyment. Over the, over the recent years, there has been, it feels like an accelerated trend to put more and more technology onto bikes. A lot of this, I think, is where um, customers are seeing that technology appear onto their, their cars. And so they know about that technology and they're expecting to be able to take up that technology and to, um, to, to see it on their bikes. So that, that experience that we see is driving things like infotainment so people can connect, connect their phones a lot of rider assistance so ABS brakes linked brakes cruise control which is on our bikes or some of our models now um, traction control it, it's that there is a, a, a huge amount that is uh, technology driven We often get asked, does everybody who work here at Triumph love, love motorcycles? I think there are obviously a lot of motorcyclists. I mean, we wouldn't be able to, to, to design uh, bikes that ride and handle so well without people around us who, who do ride a lot of bikes. But actually, we have an equal number of people who are passionate engineers, because what we do is actually really um, challenging as, a, as an engineering concept. And so we actually get people as well um, who, who join us because they, they like the challenge. They get a real kick out of actually achieving something. We've got the cosmetics, we've got the functionality, and another thing that is uh, quite unique to, to motorcycling as opposed to the auto industry is pretty much on all of our motorcycles, everything is on show. So the attention to detail that we have to, to include right from the design stage working with all of the manufacturing team is not only how can we make this so it physically works but how can we make this so it looks uh, amazing as well and the the attention to detail the finishes the polishing the painting keeping cables hidden away from obvious sight it's it's all part of what we take an amazing amount of uh, pride in and it's quite honestly it's it's hard work but when you look at the finished bikes they, they do tend to make people go wow because they are just so well finished um, and I'd, I'd like to say a, an obviously quality um, motorcycle. That was Jeff Hurst from Triumph Motorcycles. Now we know that the quality and attention to detail is crucial in the design process of Triumph Motorcycles. One of the tools to help the design team to achieve this is PTC's windshield software. Time to meet our expert, Mark Lobo, who can tell us more. Mark, are you able to expand on why windshield is the ideal PLM solution for automotive and motorcycle companies like Triumph? Hey, Paul, let me start by saying that the automotive market is ultra competitive. So designing and engineering a motorcycle, or for that matter, any vehicle, from the ground up, is a complex process that must keep pace with the ever-changing requirements 
of customers. And we know that that is changing pretty dramatically around the world. So as a reminder, right, when we talk about Windchill, what's Windchill? Windchill is PTC's flagship product lifecycle management solution. So we call that PLM. Windchill delivers a best practice change process strategy that enables all product development teams to instantly access all the necessary data in order to improve product quality, reduce product cost, minimize product inventory, improve time to market by minimizing manufacturing downtime. That sounds like a lot, but that's really what PLM is all about. So what does that mean for automotive companies such as Triumph? Winchell offers Triumph a well-defined and orderly process for how informal and formal changes to product design are proposed, evaluated, then implemented and documented. Triumph currently uses Winchill as a single comprehensive PLM system to support the entire design from early stage product development with direct data access and links into Triumph's Enterprise Resource Planning or ERP system, which is where the manufacturing gets done. So Windchill enables automotive companies like Triumph and others to deliver against their customer needs, product performance, distributed collaboration, and data from all different sources to put them ahead of the pack and stay in front of the market. Well, I for a fact know that Triumph is pleased with its relationship with PTC, and we've talked through future development ideas and additional functionality from across the product suite, including solutions and capabilities to assist in their downstream manufacturing of motorcycles. Well, Paul, as you know well, they are a fantastic brand for us to work with and with so much history. We definitely look forward to working with them and their future plans. Thank you. Huge thanks to Mark and to Jeff for showing us around the Triumph offices and visitor center. Please rate, review, and subscribe to our bi-weekly Third Angle episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts and follow PTC on LinkedIn and Twitter for future episodes. This is an 1860 production for PTC. Executive producer is Jackie Cook. Recording by Helen Leonard. Sound design and editing by Clarissa Maycock. And music by Rowan Bishop.